Drag Race Recap Show for Drag Race UK Season 1, Episode 5, titled Girl Groups. My name is Joe Batanz, and I am joined, as always, by one sensuous co-host from the YouTube channel WDW Aristocrats. Please say... <laughs> to Daniel J. Brewer. Hello. Hello, Joe Batanz. Hello. How are you doing today? I am doing great. You know... Yeah. We here on this show, Joe. Yeah. You know what we are, babe? We're talk destroyers. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. Give me those nouns and those verbs and fucking conjugate all over me. Yeah. At the end of an episode, let me ask you this, how many options do you have before you actually uh, show up? <laughs> It was between that and fierce rap slag tonight. I'm sorry, I didn't really... <laughs> Well, you know what's so funny for the clip zero? I was really torn because I was going to do that one. I didn't pull it, but there's one where I thought people might get really upset about this. <laughs> where um, it's Davina emotionally talking about her bullying and saying how the girl um, called her names, but she used the second person for a put. She goes, You're a faggot. You're a queer. And I was going to pull that part out <laughs> and put that in. But I was like, You know what? <laughs> Uh, what is going, how was your how was the Halloween in your neck of the woods? Because right now you're in, this is peak witchy hour for Halloween, right? What is, it is, is yeah. It's seven thirteen p.m. here on the East Coast. It is uh, time for little people. I'm safe right now. You know, I live in an apartment complex, so nobody oh, nobody goes trick or treating in an apartment complex. That's just creepy. No, no, no. <laughs> no, 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 no. That's true. Admit, but I feel like it still kind of does happen, though. Are you going to get angry? Are you prepared for case someone comes to the door? God, no. I don't have candy. Uh, candies have carbs, man. We don't have that shit in our house. Um, the uh, yeah, no, we're not ready. We we saw kids like, earlier. Oh, you did at work. So, like, we had the you know the trick or treat at work where people bring. So we had candy in our cubicles that we would give out to the kids as they brought okay. their kids through and stuff. So. And do you, are you one of the guys that gives out the full size candy bars, or you're just like, uh, if I don't know. I mean, I was provided candy at work, so I didn't have to. Oh, uh, oh, 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 okay. We were yeah, given yeah. candy to give out, so so oh, that that way were... everyone participated. Oh, interesting. <laughs> Otherwise, it would end up with like, oh, I'm going to go over there because he's got the full size candy bars. And yeah, 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 yeah. Well, where just, do these come from? Where does what? Where do the kids come from? Oh, the people's kids, like coworkers' kids. Oh, they brought their kids. The kids were yeah. in school. No, well, they get out at like three. It was like at three thirty this afternoon at work. Oh. Like they would bring them. And then we had this really lame carnival upstairs uh, at work where we, you know, we had these games, uh, little chance games like knocking over pins and fucking Wait. plinko and stuff. Are kids coming to your cubicle? And then there's like you know like a Davina de Campo, you know like yucking it up there on the screen no i again because it was at 3 30 this afternoon we didn't get drag race uk until four o'clock today so i wasn't oh that's yet. right yeah so You're i right. was it was it was all safely segregated i thought for a while that i was going to have to record from the office because i wouldn't mm -hmm. have time to come home and watch it but right. because of yeah. the lame ass carnival thing that we did i just i well hopefully You're nobody from work is listening but i, yeah, I snuck out early i just left so oh, were you required to stay no I mean, no. I probably should have because I'm on the fun committee. I, no, you're not. Is there really something called a fun committee? There really is, Joe Batanz. There really is something called the fun it? committee. And I am on. Of course I am. I'm a bundle of. God damn it. I'm fun, Joe Batanz. 
I'm, I'm just going to let that comment sit right there. <laughs> well, you know, well, but since you're on the fun committee, then you're a perfect person to ask. So, you know, my boyfriend is coming to town this weekend. I did not know he, that. Yeah. He arrives tomorrow. Yes. And here's the shocking information, Daniel. He's from Seattle. Uh-huh. And he's never been to a Disney theme park. Oh, my God. Yes. So we are going to – we're going to hit Disneyland and Disney's California Adventure. Well, like, oh, because you live in – it would be stupid for you to go somewhere else. But yeah, no, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Well, continue there, like, what, what would be your advice for taking somebody who's never been – because you – look, you are the host of WDW Aristocrats. You're right. I am. On YouTube. You are a master cruise uh, critic, you know. On your YouTube <laughs> you I know about Disney. I do. Yeah. So, uh, so what? what all right. My advice. My advice to you is: uh, first of all, you want to go to the kingdom first. Mm-hmm. You want to go into any uh, store, the, the closest store that you can find when you first get to uh, Main Street, and you want to go in and ask them for a first-time visit badge. And they wait, will, wait, that exists. Yes. They will pull it out of the drawer. They will give you, it's a little badge that says, uh, it's my first visit, and they will write his name on it. Um, oh, you're kidding me. Yeah. He's a great and, and then, you're in right. theory, all the mm-hmm. cast members that see you throughout the day will, what's his name? Aiden? Something? What's his name? Aiden, correct. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they will just be like, oh, welcome, Aiden. Like, they'll they'll say his name, and they'll be like, welcome. Oh. Here. So it just gives that extra bit of magic there. You can also get badges or, you know, their buttons, their Oversized buttons. You can get those for if you're celebrating a birthday or an anniversary. Um, and then if it's your, oh, what was it? So it's your first visit, your birthday, uh, and then another one that I'm just totally blanking on right now. I think it's like your your honeymoon or something like that. But yeah, so you can get those. those but they're free. They will give them to you. Any store on Main Street will give them to you. And uh, uh-huh. yeah, so that, that, would, that would be absolutely what I would do. Um, the second thing that I would do is don't try to fucking do everything. Mm-hmm. You know, just take it easy because it's you can get into that mode of like, oh, my God, we have to do every single fucking ride. And we have to, like, you know, do every single thing. It's yeah. just like mm-hmm. figure out the things that are important to do. Mm-hmm. Do those. Uh, if you want to have a lovely dinner, I would suggest doing the uh, the Blue Bayou. Actually, they have a, a Fantasmic dinner package with the Blue Bayou, which will give you dinner mm-hmm. at the Blue Bayou and reserve seating for Fantasmic. And oh. they just refurb Fantasmic about five years, no, four years ago. Mm-hmm. And so it's, it's, it's all refurb. It's gorgeous. Uh, so you, you'll have a great experience there. So I would absolutely do that. And are you doing it over two days or one day? Just one day. Okay. Just, just one, one day. day. So then, you know, you're going to walk across over to DCA and, mm-hmm. you know, do the stuff that there is to do over there. I'll probably just do a California adventure. I'll probably just take them on the guardians of the galaxy you know, the newly redone yeah. Tower Tear thing. The mission, and- break, mission Breakout. Although, if they still have the overlay, I don't think they will this weekend because they take it down after Halloween. But if they still have the uh, Breakout After Dark overlay, absolutely worth doing. Well, you know what I did do that purely by chance happened to be there was in between um, when it was Tower of Terror to when it was uh, Gardens oh, of the yeah. Galaxy. Yeah. They did a, like a Tower of Terror After Dark where they had stripped everything of it. And it would still play the sound effect, but when they would open doors or anything, there was just like nothing. It was weird. It was creepy. Uh, so I did do that, and that was cool. But anyways, I might just do that, and then the what's that California screaming? Well, it's and- now the Incredicoaster, yeah. 
Oh, is that what it's called now? Yeah, oh, okay. It's been rethemed and reimagined as the credit card. It's the same roller coaster. It's just got different theming elements on it. But yeah. uh, okay. no, I would absolutely do that. And I mean, if you would prefer to see World of Color instead of Phantasmic, you can do the same thing there with the dining package for like at Carthay Circle or whatever. You can get reserved seating for uh, World Interesting. Of Color. Yeah. And then uh, maybe the Cars Land and the. Oh, the cars. Oh, and it's so sad that he's going to be there after today because during the, you know, up until Halloween, they do the Halloween, H-A-U-L, Halloween, and they like do all the cars lands all done. But that's all, that'll all be gone tomorrow morning. So. Uh, well, that's too bad for him. Yeah. Well, so the, the only uh, Halloween-ish kind of thing is they'll still have the Jack Skellington overlay for the Haunted Mansion. So. Yeah, what do you think is so weird? You would think they would start doing that after Halloween. If you think for right. Halloween, you want the traditional Haunted Mansion, but they just do. Yeah. The Nightmare Before Christmas. And it always sucks because BlizzCon is this coming weekend. And, you know, I used to go out there every year at BlizzCon. And so yeah. it ended up with, uh, you know, I never really got to see the original Haunted Mansion out there because it was always the overlay because I was always there oh, yeah. in November. Mm-hmm. So. Well, now we've alienated most of our audience. What are you talking about? This is the most engaged they've ever been. I will tell you this. It's so funny. <laughs> Aiden knows nothing about the parks at all. So he was like... Ha ha ha! I'm gonna like shock them, and I'm gonna pose with the princesses. I'm like, oh yeah, they happen. They'll be shocked. <laughs> that, that, that happens about a thousand times a day with every gay boy that goes there. Aiden. You're not just go good. go to my Instagram at Disney Dog Lover. Yeah. <laughs> like he goes, what would they do if I just posed with like the you know like the evil queen or something? Like, mm. come on, huh? yeah, mm. they're gonna be really floored, Aiden. They're just gonna they don't know what to do with a gay guy at Disneyland. That, that's unheard of, Jovatans. They oh, make sure you video it because that'll just yeah, that'll be shocking. Be, there will be a lot of pearls clutched at Dude, Disneyland. It'll, it'll probably yeah. go viral on the internet. It's like <gasps> oh my god, actual gay man at Disneyland. I would I would title the YouTube video that "Gay Man at Disneyland." <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be go. Yeah, you are be like it's gonna be crazy. Uh, all right, this week the library is open and the girls perform in the UK's first reading challenge. For the main challenge, the contestants split up into two girl groups, performing one last number before calling it quits. Each team tries to psych each other out, but in the end, the team made up of Bag of Chips, Davina DeCampo, and Blue Hydrangea win the challenge and... For the first time in Drag Race history, individually as well. After all was said and done, the Vivian and Crystal are forced to go head-to-head in a lip-sync battle for their lives. It was a close call, but in the end, the Vivian is told Shantae you stay, while Crystal was asked to sashay away. Daniel J. Brewer named two things you liked about the episode and one thing you did not. Okay. Yeah. This, this, was, this was tough. Mm-hmm. Uh, two things that I liked about this episode. Uh, number one would be mm-hmm. i didn't hate the girl group's performances yeah i, I liked the girl group's performances mm-hmm. uh the second thing that i like because i can't probably just say it's hard yeah that those are two things i like each one mm-hmm. separately right uh the the second thing that i liked uh, i liked the, the all right i didn't hate the runway i thought the runway was pretty good okay uh and then for the one thing i'd like can i just say the rest of it <laughs> yeah I, I i can see where you're i, I don't know if i would but i, I think for, for me at least yeah. dislike is a strong word i would say the first 15 minutes of this show were just some of the worst drag race ever the 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 reading challenge i thought fell completely flat the oh, yeah. uh it just oh, and then uh, yeah, we'll, we'll get to the rest of it. But yeah, it was it just a lot of it felt so forced and so crazy, like just 
falling flat. It was just like, I don't know. Oh, you mean the part where they were like, ah, bullying. No, no, no. I wrote it down verbatim. You want to hear what the actual, this, this was, this was the smooth transition into bullying from Crystal. You ready? Yeah. But yeah, Rue was mentioning how, you know, we've all, we all know what it's like to have a hard time in school and be bullied. And has anyone had that happen? You know, this goes to my topic here, which is, let's talk about this right here, which is, regarding to what you just said, do you think there was some sort of weird BBC thing where, like, if you're going to do the reading challenge and you have to balance it with a bullying uh, <laughs> PSA kind of thing? Maybe. Yeah, maybe some producer thought that that would uh, fit more in with the public service uh, mission statement of the BBC. I don't know. Yeah, because here's the thing. Here's the thing. I don't know if this is true or not. I am now, based on watching these shows, convinced that there is a BBC edict that you cannot lie or trick on reality shows. And here's what I mean. This same channel, this same episode, had it been edited in the US for VH1, yes. would have made it seem like the, the teams were really neck and neck. And that Frock Destroyers and Filth Harmony were really, there would be no way to tell. You can't tell who's going to win until you see the final product. Whereas I feel this episode was edited like, oh no, clearly, Frock Destroyer <laughs> is head and shoulders above the other team. You never doubted it. There were no surprises. And the same thing happened with the Downton Abbey sketch one, where you're like, oh, one team is clearly better than there was none. Can you on VH1? Maybe it's uh, I'm thinking of the commercials. And because they don't have the commercials where they openly lie to you, right. where they just play like, you know what? You're not going to be here in two minutes. <laughs> the Pope comes by. <laughs> And blesses the, the cast of RuPaul's Drag Race. Because you're, you're probably the- watching this at a bar. You're going to be up getting a drink. Uh, you'll yeah. miss the, the thing when we came back. And then you come back with your yeah. drink. Like, well, where's the Pope? I missed that part. Yeah. yeah. So uh, do you think that there's some sort of thing on the BBC where you can't do that misleading type of editing? Or I, I, I mean, it's plausible. I would, I would, I would say I, I will absolutely throw that out to the the Discord, which is way smarter than I am. The the group in there that knows way more about uh, the UK than I do. So, I'll see. Yeah, because it's so bizarre. It's so weird. I mean, would look. I like it. At least it's honest. Actually, is Dean in the chat room? If Dean's in the chat room, he could probably answer that question. Ah, he said he already has. Look at that. No, the BBC would only get involved if viewers voted for the winner. Oh. Yeah, maybe okay, it well, maybe it's just decency. Maybe it's just basic decency of the producers in the UK are just kind of like, do you really think our viewers are that fucking stupid? Yeah, do you think the Americans were like, hey, what if we did this thing? I don't know. We kind of do this over in the United States, where like we'll just make it seem <laughs> like Philip Harmony was kind of close to good. And like, what the fuck are you talking about? Yeah, why? Why would we do that? It's not. It's not what happened. Why? Why the fuck like, would we do that? Yeah. Yeah, well that's not what happened at all. Did you are we watching the same footage? Like, yeah, 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 but we do this thing. And then how about one well you guys want to go to commercial, but we should if we ever go to commercial, we should do a thing where it looks like Davina starts choking Cheryl Hole. Mate, what the fuck are you on? <laughs> anyway, uh do you, two know, do like- you know what we are, babe? We're the we're the thought destroyers of what we are. Destroy yeah. those thoughts. Oh, give me those thoughts. Oh, those big throbbing fucking thoughts. 
Now, do you want, because, you know, everyone should know, uh, Daniel had to educate me on the need, <laughs> right? And I have it queued up. You want to do this now? Because Daniel was like, well, of course, you know, the cock destroyers meme, right? And I was like, no, I don't want you to. What are you talking about? And he sent me the YouTube clip. So why don't we just play it now? It's two very busty porn stars, right? Yes. Clearly porn stars. Yes. And they're British. And you're going to hear them in about three seconds. Not, no, not even three seconds. Oh, hi guys. Mm, look at these lovely big tits. Do you know what we are? We're fucking cock destroyers, aren't we, babe? Cock. Fucking destroyers. Yeah, fucking cock destroyers. I want to stop right there. I love how the other one is like the, the hype man and the, the group. It's like yeah. the one says everything. And she's like, yeah, I'm going to repeat what you fucking said. Yeah. Yeah, but here's my question. Do you think that if someone said, I am going to destroy your cock? <laughs> oh, that sounds hot. Look, I'm not to not to share too much mm-hmm, information, sure. Joe. Sure. But I I sometimes have a problem with teeth. You know what I'm saying? It's like on your dick, or you? Yeah, you yeah, yeah. Like I I I tend to be a tad girthier than some, and I I have that problem with teeth. And that yeah, that I just no destroyer. No, no, thank. You. I I can't even handle the teeth. I don't I don't need a destroyer. Yeah, you can't handle the teeth. <laughs> We love to just get your dick and fucking despunk them fucking balls. You know what's so funny? She actually kind of sounds like Davina. Mm. Do you know what? Grab those fucking balls in our mouths. Yeah, look they at that. They fucking teabag you. <laughs> now, in the chat room is saying that they are not, that they are acting, that this is a parody and that they're not really porn actors. Oh, okay. Oh, very interesting. Did not know that. I okay. didn't know that either. I... Yeah. Look, the, the the chat room is always a fountain of knowledge and definitely correction. If you get one thing wrong, they will correct you. Trust and believe. But in a loving, kind way. In a, in a, in a kind and loving way. You I know, did what not... that reminds me, and maybe I'll save it for the end. I'll go find it. We got an email that I promised somebody I'd, re- I'd read on the air. A very nice email. Yes. Uh, and I'll, I'll read it at the end. Remind me to read it at the end. But that, thank you for reminding me. I will uh, okay. make a little note. Uh, wait, I just got the weirdest email right now. Look at the email. It says, hi, would you be interested in acquiring the attendees list for Anime New York City 2019 Con? Oh, God, yes. I would like to lo- I would love to know who exactly is going to that. Why the That's, fuck would you want to? I wouldn't that? care about that. That's so bizarre. <laughs> it's from some PR company. It's so weird. Okay, so I have the lip, the, the email cl- uh, queued up for the end. Replace, right. replace anime with Bukaki, and now you got my attention. But now they've no, they've they with Manime. Or what's the name of that of that gay Japanese? Like usually made by women, like f- Japanese girls, but it's like gay. Hentai? Is that the one? Is it where hentai? It's like, I think it's hentai. Yeah, maybe it's the one where like the girls make it. And it's like it's like just bo- cute boys being cute with each other. That, I'm sure the sure the chat room will know. Yeah. Anyway. All right. Uh, after. Oh, wait, I didn't finish it. Okay. So um, the songs weren't, the song wasn't bad. You know, it was for how shitty the songs have been since um, Lucian left or fine. You know what? I'll say this. This is, this is, look, this is sad. The lip sync was not as God awful as they've been. Like, actually, I could say the Viv was sort of close to the way an American would lip sync. Now, granted, an American oh. on you. At the you end, know? I was confused. I was like, going, wait, the Vivian screwed up lip sync no, 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 her, no, no. her own verse. But okay, no, I get what you're saying. Yeah, the, the final lip sync. Yeah, yeah. It, it it reminded me of like something like, you know, it, it, I felt like I was watching um, 
what was the name of that drag queen from season one? Not Shangela, not Chantel. It's um, so one that she jumped up and down and her her headpiece fell off. Not Shanae. I have no idea. They'll say in the chat room. Oh, Ricardo Garcia Five told me what the Japanese girl one is like. Yaoi. Ah. Okay. Anyway. Uh, and then, uh, and then my thing I didn't like, and I'll probably come up later. Okay, great. The Cheryl Hole, her choreography. That was, did Alyssa Edwards fly in and choreograph the <laughs> number? I was like, even at the point, I mean, it, it, it's, it's, oh, Chanel. Thank you, Haley's mom. Chanel. Mm-hmm. It, it, I, I like, is Chanel lip syncing? How like Chanel feel? Anyway. Um, which you could yeah, do. Yeah, I don't. I, I think not only did maybe Alyssa Edwards come in and, and choreograph that thing, but she also wrote that verse. <laughs> yeah, but she. I mean, she's. And well, RuPaul's at the point now where she's making fun of her opening by doing the, the tongue. Box. Yeah, the tongue box. But she's like, "I am number four, three, two, one. That is like total House of Edwards right there. That's that's like a uh, god. But is is Cheryl Hole? I've done any research. Is she really in the House of Edwards? Is she like a weird fan who like one time Alyssa was like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, you're in it." Like let's find out. Yeah, like, you know, like, like if, if she met her at a convention and was like, "Can you please sign on there?" Like you're a part of the House of Edwards. And he's like, "You're paying me a hundred dollars. I'll fucking you sign whatever you want." You know, it's one of those things. Anyway, after some things elimination, Crystal is glad to have lip synced in front of Jerry Hallowell, but she is looking forward to showing how hard she has worked to be there. Cheryl doesn't think a joint win should have happened, and it seems like everyone is getting sick of how full of themselves Baga and the Vivian are. Uh, this cold open. Do you have anything much to say about this cold open? There really wasn't much to it, Daniel. But it maybe was, I, the one thing I wrote, I, I did like Crystal's, uh, you know, oh, that's so touching. And, uh, you know, something was really the heart of this. Oh, well. And then you just wiped it off. I thought. <laughs> well, I think in the first 15 minutes, that, that's Crystal's MO is the about face. You know, the <laughs> yeah. switch. Like, oh, I'm sweet and kind, but you fucking whore. I'm going to erase your thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because she does that old, we'll come to it, but she does that old trick that they always do in the reading challenges now where she's like, Oh, Rue, I could never, but I'm going to do it now. And you're like, okay, yeah. somebody did this first and it was funny. And now it's just, everybody's doing that. Well, we don't have to worry about it anymore. Uh, also in December, Cheryl Hole will be uh, going on a tour hosted by drag race alum, Alyssa Edwards. Uh, well, then maybe she is on the, in the house of Edwards. Maybe you, if you just, I don't, you know what, Joe, I don't think there's like a really high bar to enter the house of Edwards. Oh, you're talking about Laganja and what? Well, look, you, you know, you do have Shangela, which is funny because, yes, you can say Shangela, but when Shangela first, if anyone remembers, when Shangela first appeared on season two mm-hmm. of Dragon, she was a mess. She was not good. Thank you. Thank you. I think she was the first one eliminated. It was so bad. How uh, all right. Yeah, hallelujah. And then she was just annoying on season three. You know, she came anyway. back in a box, though. That was fun. I, I'm sorry. Yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. I, that was my thoughts on the cold open. Yeah, it was. It was. No, it's not really much there. The next day, Baga and Viv playfully brag about the number of wins and generally take the piss out of everyone at the table. Next, RuPaul entered the workroom to announce this week's mini challenge. For today's mini challenge, you'll be reading each other to fill. And the queen that spills the most tea, or truth, in the funniest way, wins. Because reading is what? 
Fundamental! That's right! <laughs> After what seemed like a pretty tame reading challenge, RuPaul announced Crystal as the winner of the challenge. Finally, RuPaul announced this week's Maxi Challenge. For this week's Maxi Challenge, you need to create two girl groups whose first single is destined to be their last. <laughs> now, both girl groups will record the exact same farewell track. It's called Break Up, parentheses, Bye Bye. <laughs> you are responsible for writing your own solo lyrics, styling a hot girl group look, and working with your group to create your own choreography. Now, later today, you'll record your track with Grammy-nominated writer and producer, M.N.E.K., now, Crystal, you won the mini challenge, so you get to pick the teams. Ooh! <laughs> uh, all right, Crystal formed the group as follows. Fifth, Filth Harmony, sorry, was made up of Crystal, the Vivian, and Cheryl Hole, while Frock Destroyers consisted of Blue Hydrangea, Bag of Chips, and Davina DeCampo. Now, Taylor, really the only thing we're going to discuss here, really, though, is that reading challenge. Well, John, I think what it is is uh... – you, Did I call you Taylor? Yes, you just called, called oh, me Taylor. Sorry. Daniel, uh, <laughs> what we're going to talk about is that reading challenge. All right, but this is what I want to – Crystal won? What the fuck? Wait, wait, Daniel, let's be honest. Who was really going to win that? I, you know what? Vivian wasn't horrible, and Blue wasn't horrible. Okay. But it's right. just like the, the Crystal, the, the clips that we – at least that they showed us of Crystal were mm-hmm. just – Stupid. They were just, oh, you're a pile of shit. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you're a polished shit. <laughs> it's like, uh, no, that was my impersonation of everyone else, just doubling over with laughter at the word shit. Do you think, though, that it, not that Crystal was for sure going to win, but like they were not going to give it to Baga or Viv because they wanted, they knew that they did, Baga or Viv would choose. The Vivian and they would they would and Davina or something they would make their super group. They wanted somebody who wouldn't do that. So yeah, they're not. But gonna, I, I would have given it to Blue then. At least Blue brought a prop. Yeah, but the joke didn't work. Uh, you know, I didn't pull the reading challenge because it was so lame. But now I'm regretting so, it. It was so horrible. It was so horrible. Yeah, it I'm, was, I'm it was not pulling it. Painfully horrible. I've seen worse though. I've seen. I think. The, I think the past few seasons they've been pretty bad. Well, also, the reading challenge, from what I remember from Paris is Burning, I know you've never seen it. It was more like it was, and I know it, there's a difference between a shade and a read and whatnot. But like, it wasn't such an outright like you're a piece of shit. Yeah. And that's why when you look at the early ones, there's like a weird sort of art to it where it almost sounded like. Not that you were flattering them, but like, but yet secretly reading them, but more yeah, like, well, yeah, it is right. It's supposed to be like a backhanded compliment. Yeah, it's but it's like be, it's supposed to be a, a dig couched you know what, in the in the form of a, of a compliment. I'm gonna pull up the um the they they have it on YouTube. Uh, I'm gonna pull up the reading challenge. Reading um Paris is burning. There's a part where the what's her name? Uh, I'm looking for the one. Okay, this is one right. One I want to hear. The reading is fundamental. Here we go. This is um, shade comes from reading. I don't care about that part. Reading okay, came first. Now you want to talk about reading? Let's talk about reading. 
What is wrong with you, Pedro? Are you going through it? You're going through some kind of psychological change in your life? She went back to be a man. Oh, you went back to being a man. Touch this skin, darling. Touch this skin, honey. Touch all of this skin. Okay? You just can't take it. You're just an overgrown orangutan. Um, I mean, I mean, I guess that's closer. To, I mean, that is it. You know, I mean, that's where it comes from. But it's not just like, you're a piece of shit. <laughs> you're ugly and you're dumb. Like, I don't know why there's a more of an art to it that they're just not getting anymore. Yeah, I agree. And, and I, I don't know what that comes from. I don't know why. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I feel like, they, but I feel like up until season, because All-Stars 2, they nailed it, you know, um... I feel like season 10 or 11 when it starts, it starts to just fall apart. I don't know. Hmm. Hmm. Don't know. Um, well, let me see. Do you think that they have like the all stars two reading? Let me see. Drag race, all stars. I have to talk my type. All Welcome so- to Googling with Joe Batanz. Oh, all stars two reading. Here we go. Now here's the all stars two reading challenge. Let me see. Reading is fundamental. Supercut library challenge. Uh, all right. Here we go. Oh, pit crew. Darling, in the great tradition of Paris is burning. Reading is what? Fundamental. Exactly. (laughs) Fifi O'Hara. You hand make all of... By the way, I I like the way Alaska does it. So let's... let's, We'll just do Alaska's. It's so good. I think she actually wins, too, so... And make all of your outfits, and I love them. My favorite one was that um, one that was like a jumpsuit. It was all orange. <laughs> oh, that's right, because Fifi was arrested. Do you see how like, there's a weird, subtle art to it? Yeah, yeah. no, I agree. <laughs> so good. Tatiana. Really? <laughs> I'm a big fan of Katya. Very manly arms. Though. I mean, can we blame her, though, after carrying the weight of season seven on your shoulders? <laughs> See that even that Fifi's is better than, you know. So like, and I, and I, I, do you think it's just because the UK queens are kind of naturally like in their day to day talk, they're kind of shady to each other with yeah, their, that's what's their funny. They just, yeah, if they just did their the way they usually like, actually, when Baga was doing that um, stuff in the table, she and the Viv were like, oh, these pins are so heavy. And uh, or remember she remember she yeah. told you're right. She tells Blue and Cheryl, so like, oh my god, were you so happy not being in the bottom this week? Right. That is a great read. Right. Also, uh, you could extend that, right? It's like, well, Rue thought that you and Cheryl were very funny, but they thought Vivi and I were very, very funny. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, exactly. Yes. So it's just kind of like those are much better. Uh, re- you know, shade. I think I wrote one down from that horrible judge. Oh, yeah. The the horrible judge even had a better read. She's like, well, Simon has much bigger tits. Yes. What a great read. You know? <laughs> why can't we have those from the reading competition? So why are they having these great reads when they're not doing it? And then on the web, they're like, you're a fucking old and you're going to die and you're a piece of shit. Yeah, hey, Joe. Yeah. Joe Batanz. You're a Mexican. <laughs> <laughs> Daniel J. Brewer. Oh, Lord. You live in Florida. <laughs> oh, you got me. You yeah. got me. And you're a fucking asshole, and everyone thinks <laughs> you're like, whoa, okay. 
<laughs> the other thing I wrote down for the reading challenge is like literally Blue didn't know what a rent boy was and she she waited until the confessionals to ask. Yeah. Yeah. That's what you do. Okay. Not, like, not even right afterwards going like, what's a rent boy? I know. It, like, what, what? Wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> she didn't do that. Um, well, I'm going to tell you what, you piece of shit, Daniel. <laughs> yes. We're going to take a fucking break right now because you're so fucking old. You probably need to go fucking rest, you old piece of shit. Well, we should probably do that because you're so fucking broke. That's the only way you're going to make any money. (laughs) All right. We'll be back right after this. All right. And we're back over on Team Fifth Harmony. Crystal reveals that she chose the team based on the fact that Viv can sing and Cheryl can dance. Two things she's not good at. Crystal will take this rap, uh, take the rap. Viv realizes she's the only one who can sing and seems really unsure about the fact that she's on this team. Later during the recording session, the Vivian does well. Cheryl makes MNEK laugh and Crystal proves she can't sing. During the choreography session, Crystal feels that Cheryl isn't listening to her and Cheryl feels Crystal doesn't understand the essence of a girl group. During the final performance, the group doesn't seem cohesive and the Vivian clearly doesn't know the words to a song that she sang. And wrote. And wrote. (laughs) Daniel Dave Brewer, your thoughts on all things filth harmony. I mean, just a, a small plug for the Discord here who uh, unraveled the mystery of what the fuck prawn ring one pound means. Uh, oh, what does that mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So apparently there's a, a C-level celebrity named Carrie Katana who used mm-hmm. to be in a girl group called Atomic Kitten. Uh, okay. And then she had a fall from grace with drugs and alcohol, blah, blah, blah. And then now she's just doing shitty TV commercials. And one of them is uh, for a frozen food store where she has like a, a prawn. Oh. You know, prawn is shrimp, Joe. So it's yeah. like a shrimp ring, $1. So anyway, uh, there you, there you go. go. That yeah. now mystery solved. Thank you, Dean in, in discord for uh, telling us that. And by the way, we haven't been doing a Patreon plug. If you join just the basic plus level, but you're not going to get any dry comp- content then. But if you join, you get uh, access to our Discord server. I'm going to tell you the Drag Race UK server is one of the busiest uh, drag uh, co- channels on our Discord server. So if you have Discord, if you're already using Discord, the reason I say that, Daniel, is about five times a week, I, who barely knows how to turn on his computer, get messages from people on Patreon going, how do I connect my Discord? <laughs> right? And I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> you're asking the wrong person right but uh i know it's easy but we have someone who can help you over here at, at patreon humble pie will help you but uh if you already have discord though it's a great thing you just add the afterthought media channel over connected to your patreon account and you get access to the drag race i um, mean to the drag race uk discord channel where daniel's very active by the way yes uh, there's a lot of us in there that are very active. But yeah, yeah it, Discord's really, and you don't even have to have the app. So you can just go to discordapp.com and just run it through your web browser too. So Yeah, well, there you go. Anyway, your thoughts on this filth harmony, everything filth harmony. <sighs> All right. So. Uh, I'm tired of it already. It's. <laughs> Look, we watched this show numerous yeah. times mm-hmm. before we do this show. Yeah. That music for that song was so fucking repetitive i was just it's like it was bad enough that i had to listen to it five times today Mm -hmm. uh, before the show but then when i come here to do the show you're playing it as a warm-up song for the audience so it's just like i'm Mm -hmm. just sick of that um let's see what did i they couldn't pay to write two songs i know (laughs) at least it wasn't because there was some speculation last week on the discord that it may 
you know, what, how are they going to handle doing a RuPaul song <laughs> on a show that you're not supposed to have sponsors on, like you're not supposed to, yeah. uh, to do sponsorships on. Uh, yeah. so that, that clearly, uh, ended, you know, the, it ended the debate on that, right. By writing this song that that's not going to be yeah. put out on any kind of an album and everything. Oh, also, 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 uh, last week, uh, an apology to all of the UK listeners out there. Joe and Taylor and I were talking about a Klein Epstein Parker plug that was in the middle of the show. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. um, that actually didn't air on the BBC version. It was only on Wow Presents that that whole scene was was included. So if you were watching it uh, on the BBC version, you just saw Alan Carr and Rue walk over to Blue, and then they just did a, a straight table read kind of a thing. But here in the US on Wow Presents, we got a, a Klein Epstein Parker shout out in the middle of that. So that's what we were talking about. Um, Okay. So my thoughts on this whole thing. All right. This M-N-E-K guy? Yeah. What the fuck? Way too nice. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He didn't sigh heavily at any point in time. He didn't explain (laughs) to them that literally the weight of the fucking world came down to how well they did in this particular singing challenge. Uh, I just, I didn't feel it, man. It was just like he was, he was helpful. He was nice. Yeah. He was cute. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was like, what the fuck? What the, no, I don't, I don't, I don't think there's a, what show is this? Yeah. <laughs> no future on this show is what I'm Over trying to here, say. This fraud recall, they would have said like, <clears throat> oh, do you want to go home? And you're like, whoa, I just cleared my throat. All right. You know what? You just want to go home. I can't help you. And you're look, like, I just cleared my throat. Look, maybe you need to step away and take a B-R-A-K. And, uh, <laughs> compose yourself because this we're not this is drag this isn't fun and games man this is fucking drag this is the most important fucking thing in the fucking universe remember thorgy asked for a fan and he about (laughs) lost his fucking shit he was like a motherfucking fan no 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 we're not doing that meanwhile everybody has like props and shit like the poor thorgy (laughs) just like a fucking tambourine you know pretend to be stevie nicks it was like a ghost. Stand back. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And, and then the other thing I wrote down here was the whistle tone. Adam Burns, my former co-host, Adam Burns, yeah. doesn't watch the show. But if he did, would have creamed himself. Because that, yeah, that, that's his Mariah thing. Like He loves the whistle tone stuff. So. Daniel Brewer had a show called Dubious Intent. And his co-host, Adam Burns, who I do a show with on Patreon called uh, Throwing Down. Um, he loves his Mariah Carey. And in fact... My favorite thing is you can't say anything bad about this fat pig, Mariah Carey, <laughs> or he would start crying. Like if I called her a fat pig, he would get like really – well, he wouldn't – I mean he would just get really quiet and you would see his eyes welling up with tears. What? I don't – I don't – see, here's the thing. I don't know if you do, Daniel. I'm not one of those diva gays where they attach themselves to like – you know how like – do you ever read the his dark materials where they have like the little creature they attach themselves to? No. Um well, uh, it, it, you'll see when it comes to HBO. But um, I feel like there's some gays who do that with like Gaga or Celine Dion or Mariah Carey or, you know, Lizzo, you know. And they just like – you can't – oh, my God. They will fucking motherfucking come for you if you say anything bad about their spirit animal. So kind of like Valentina fans then. Oh, yeah. You know what? Valentina fans, as you learned in season seven, Ginger Minj fans. No, that's true. Uh, and then the other thing I wrote down here was uh, this. It, it was it was hard to catch because it was only mentioned once. But did you know that girl groups are Cheryl's thing? Oh. <laughs> it's very subtle. Yeah. 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 No, she, that, she. Yeah. I don't. Did she? 
Is she in girl groups? I think so. Yeah, she mentioned it. it was hard. If you weren't paying attention, you missed it. But uh, anyway, any any big thoughts on Filth Harmony's performances, the rhearsals, any other things besides uh, the fact that uh, MNK is nice? I, I think, you know, as shady as the UK producers allowed it to get was like not letting us hear Bag of Chips singing. Mm-hmm. Like, so that was kind of a shock to hear her singing during the performance where she was really good. Because when she was in the rehearsal, she was just kind of reading it out loud, which, of course, mm-hmm. you know, she was asked to. But uh, no, I didn't. I mean, like I said, I, I thought the guy was really helpful. He had good advice for them. He was encouraging to them. Like, uh, you know, so, yeah, it was it was fun. To watch. Like I told you, because they edit this show in a very fair way, it's just like, yeah, they, they rehearsed it. Yeah, it was, it was like an episode of The Voice or something. Yeah. yeah uh-huh. It was like, oh, this is a coach. He's like there to help them. Oh, I get it. That makes sense. Yeah. Um, all right. Then over on Team Frock Destroyers, they quickly they quickly realize that they're pretty good at all the necessary skills. They then throw shade at the other team because they think Crystal is going to get lost among the strong personalities of Cheryl and the Vivian. How sad is it when on your team, Cheryl Hole is a strong personality? <laughs> During the recording session, Baga impresses with her singing skills. Blue surprises everyone with her singing abilities, considering she doesn't consider herself a singer. And Davina slays everyone with her whistle tone. During the choreography session, the other team members are impressed with Davina DeCampo's ability to make simple choreography look good. During the final performance, it's clear the Frock Destroyers are a cohesive unit that knows their lyrics and their dance moves. All right, Daniel, any big thoughts on the Frock Destroyers? Uh, I like the fact that they made those little wraps to come out in, you know, to kind of like the whole cohesive thing. It was, it was very clear that it was like, yeah, I think, uh, what's his name? Graham Norton kind of alluded to the fact that yeah. the filth harmony were three separate people forced to work together. Whereas the frock destroyers acted as a group, like they were acting out a, a girl group, right? So they were, mm-hmm. they were working with each other as opposed to like trying to outshine each other. So. Yeah. I, I have a question for you. Do you want to hear a little of each of the final performances? Oh, God. You don't have to. You can say no. No, no, no. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'll play a little bit. Here we go. All right. This is Frock Destroyers. Don't want to just talk about them. Bag of chips is stunning. Bag of chips is class. Bag of chips is sexy. She takes it up the ooze. Bag of chips is burning. The lady's not for turning. So come take off the sweater. Cause that is much better, 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 better. I don't want to see you, baby. I don't want to. Okay, so like, yeah, there you go. I mean, we're not going to hear everyone's. Oh, that, and I, I think uh, Baga does this self-referential thing in there, right? She makes reference to the not being turned and much better, yeah. right? So she's kind of mm-hmm. like, remember how good I was in those other challenges? <laughs> I love how she already has her catchphrases. She knows what they are. I, she's already has merchandise. She already yeah. has a much better t-shirt out like that came out the day after that episode. Yeah, she already knew. She knew it was going to be. Um, yeah, again, like you were, we talked about this. Like, yeah, they did better. There really wasn't much drama or anything. Would Back you, would in you the say work- that they had done much better? <laughs> yeah, that's what I would say. Here's what I would say. Here's what I would say, really, though. I just want to play on those tit trunks. <laughs> I, don't, I don't remember this one, though. I know it's from last week. What is this? My poor nanny tastes like a fondant fence. Oh, wow. Uh, Mary Berry, know. yeah. Mary, yeah. Mm-hmm. Blue hydrangea. No, no, that was uh, actually Mary Berry. <laughs> Oh, yeah, that was the actual Mary <laughs> uh, Back in the workroom, the two th- teams throw some playful shade at each other before re- retiring for the day. Were we supposed to believe that that was real? 
<laughs> I couldn't they both go. like walked in. How did yours go? I don't know. How did yours go? Oh, really great. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> It was yeah. like a weird, dumb West Side story. Like It was. I think this just fits in with that whole, this is how they build this show, right? And we're just not used to seeing these things, so it kind of throws us here. But um, think about the Snatch Game week when Vivian goes and pulls down a wig off the thing. And she's like, all right, girls, what are we doing? You know, what are we doing? Let's all just have an impromptu conversation about what we're going to do. You know, it's just like yeah. uh, kind of a weird like some producer was just like, all right, we need to establish what you're going to do. So let's just, just have you stand here and you talk to your teammates about what you're going to do or something. This just yeah. felt very, you know. And yeah, it felt like we need to fill time, do something. Yeah. It's running short on time because you guys are so boring. Let's try to amp up the, the, uh, the, 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 they, the, for the most part, they all get along. Even though we saw in the preview next week, it's not going to always be the case. Look, uh, love, look it, love, you're going to have to earn that fucking crass service. All right. <laughs> I'm going to tell you, I'm going to do my Kim Woodburn impersonation until you all like it. It's Elimination Day and the topic centers around bullying. Blue revealed that she was bullied and the other girls chime in with their experiences. We also learned about Section 28, which stopped the promotion of homosexuality in schools in the UK. Well, I guess it could have been anywhere. It's just the, home, the promotion of homosexuality. Yes. Davina talks about her experience being bullied along with a story about her experience as a teacher when a student called her a faggot and a queer and the other kids stood up for Davina. Uh, all right, Taylor. Even though it was very forced and we talked about that and very Was that on purpose? Yeah. Was that on purpose? You just called me Taylor again. Did I really? <laughs> Jeez. God, I'm becoming an old lady every day. <laughs> Daniel, even though... Uh, we know that it was crammed in, even though we know it was, uh, mm-hmm. you know, just so contrived. Mm-hmm. What did you have any thoughts on the bull? Were you bullied? Because like, there's nothing to say here about this. Did you have any thoughts? Because before we, um, we were talking about if we were ever bullied. Uh, no, I actually was never bullied. Um, but then I, I don't think I, I, I'm not an effeminate gay man, right? So, I, in some ways, I feel like Joe, maybe. Maybe I was left out of that bullying thing because of my lack of effeminism. And that, that disturbs me. I, I try to be more effeminate and I just can't. It's, yeah. it's really, it's hard, Joe. It's just hard. It's a struggle every day. Like one time at work, mm-hmm. after they instituted Section 31, which meant that Michelle Yeoh had to be really mean. And make the Starfleet officers do this other thing that they didn't want to do. I told her no. And the, and the, the entire rest of the office stood up behind me and, and, and applauded. <laughs> so you weren't bullied. Does that mean you were the bully, Daniel? Well, yeah, pretty much, yeah. No, <laughs> no, I was <laughs> <laughs> No, so you weren't bullied. You know, I was, I, 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 I was bullied adjacent. I was never, I, I like you, I was oh, never yeah, actually. Oh, yeah, 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 no. Yeah, I, I, would, I would agree with that. Go ahead. I didn't mean to step over you. Go ahead. No, no, you're not stepping over me. Uh, no, so what happened to you? I'll tell my story after you. No, I was just saying, you know, I, I wasn't bullied because I, I wasn't out. Like, I didn't come out until well after high school. So it's like, if I had been out in high school, yeah, I'm sure I probably would have gotten bullied because I heard other people making jokes about gays, you know, and so that's part of the reason I didn't come out, right? Is that you would hear yeah. these, these side comments about that. And, and whatnot. 
Now, I went to an all-boys high school, and uh, people are going, oh, it's so gay, right? But it's actually the word. It's actually like Lord of the Flies. It's actually ultra-masculine. And uh, I remember, like, my first uh, – my freshman year, first few months, uh, a kid that was in the class named Brent, that's all I'll say, for some reason, they just fucking zeroed in on him, and they were, like, throw food at him and, like, pick on him, and uh, it was really rough to see it. Like, I, I stayed – I, I actually – I wasn't a big fan of his, but I became his friend because I felt sorry for him. Yeah, and, uh, I, I, I had a similar kid in our school that got bullied, but I, I didn't become his friend. And I do regret that, actually. I kind of like as an adult, I was like, why, why didn't I? Why didn't I like reach out to that guy? Anyway, go well, ahead. it just seemed like a decent thing to do. I remember his mom, he left the school after two weeks. He was only there for two weeks, freshman year. And then his mom called me to thank me. But then also, um, like, like in um, sophomore year, there was, there was only like one black kid in our school. And um, I remember um, this is like from from henceforth from this day, I ate lunch in the library. I was so freaked out by this, but uh, we were all eating lunch. It's my own business. And uh, by the way, these are kids in our class. They're not older kids. They're like in our class. They walked up to us and they went up to the black kid and they um, had a banana and they said, eat this, you monkey, and shoved it in his face. Jesus. And then he got in a fight with them and started fighting with them. And then he got suspended. And I was like, this is fucked up. This is fucked up. So um, again, I was never personally bullied, but uh, mostly because I hid and stayed quiet. And what I would do is make fun of people and draw comic strips about them and pass it among my friends. Yeah. Would I still own these comic strips, by the way, making fun of people? Really? Um, oh yeah, I still have them. You should, you should publish them. them. Yeah, I should. And um, that's that's how I fought back. Was I would make comic strips and do like musical parodies, like you know, at the time I was in high school, like uh, Little no no Beauty and the Beast and Aladdin were coming out, and I would take parodies of those movies and put people that I hated in them, so like they would be Gaston or they would be whatever, and then the nerds would be the heroes. Of that. I would I, I have them all. I did the Canterbury Tales. What a fucking nerd I was. I did the Canterbury Tales about the bullies where bad things would happen to them in the, each of the tales. So, But I would stay quiet. They didn't know this was going on. And it was just something – the subversive zines I was passing among my friends. You know what you were? Yeah, Daniel? You were a thug destroyer, babe. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> fucking thugs. Give me that fucking thugs. Yeah. Yeah. Um. All right. Well, Daniel, it's time for the Wait. looks. Oh, yes. What did you think about Blue stealing uh, Rue's gig? Blue was like, if you could talk to your younger self. <laughs> it's just like, wait, that's like you're stealing Rue's gig. Now what's she going to do out on the runway? I didn't pick I didn't pick up on that. You're right. Yeah. She's like, you cunt. You stupid. Well, we know he's not going to win. Yeah. It'd be funny if um, they're on the stage and they go, she goes, Baga, what would you say to little, I don't know, Georgie Porgy or whatever his name is, right? And he's like, well, actually, we, we've already done this bit back in the work a few episodes ago. Blue asked us. Why don't you watch the fucking dailies? Yeah, don't you know we're on your own fucking show, mate? <laughs> and I'm talking like you. Oh, God. All right, now it's time for the looks. Daniel, the, the category was a day at the races. Because that uh, makes you're, sense. Because they're doing every British thing. That was a My Fair Lady, yeah, you know. Whatever. 
Uh, all right. So the thing about the looks here, uh, just very quickly, because of course, uh, you can find out all about the in-depth looks. Are they still doing that show? The the the, the drag queen show. I'm not gonna lie, Lord Daniel. I don't know. You don't know. <laughs> no, I. I was just I was did. just thinking the other day. Wouldn't it be really cruel if Jimmy's middle name was Durr? <laughs> um. <laughs> Anyway, um, no one's going to get the joke. What? Jimmy Durante? (laughs) No one's going to get that. (laughs) Oh, okay. okay, We have a show called Bring It to the Runway where Jimmy, Anti, and Yee Yee, two drag queens, um, talk about the the week's looks. That's right. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Uh, I thought that the the, the Rue's shoes were so fucking ugly. I thought the whole outfit was like, I didn't like it. I wouldn't have minded the outfit if it weren't for those fucking shoes. But uh, there was, I was a whole conversation earlier in the, uh, in the discord about how ugly that outfit was. Uh, all right. The two, the two uh, people that I starred on this as having the best outfits uh, to me was blue doing her Elsa from frozen two and Davina in her jockey outfit. I'm going to be honest with you. I pretty much liked them across the board. I can't think of one that I didn't really like very much. I thought Vivian's looked like something that was packed and she didn't have a steaming iron. or It was just all wrinkled and stuff. It was like that mm-hmm. silk fabric was just, it'll show every fucking wrinkle. And it was, uh, so I, I thought Viv's was, was the only one that I kind of dinged as being like ugly. Also, I thought Baga looked way more like Phyllis Diller than Liz Taylor. Oh, was she trying to look like I could I know where she's going with the Liz Taylor, but yeah, she looked way more like Phyllis Diller. You're right. But I could see, oh yeah, that you you've seen Elizabeth Taylor wear those kinds of outfits. Right. Um yeah, the problem during the show, and I only got to watch it once this time because we're in a, a a truncated time gap because of Halloween and whatnot. Um, but uh so I got to watch it once, but so I didn't notice a lot of the little details that you're talking about. But I like them across the board. I would say my favorites were the were Baga and Davina. And I like Blues too. That whole team. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, they um, deserve to win jointly. They deserve the they deserve those Rue Peter badges. Mm-hmm. All right. On the judges panel, the Vivian tears up when she hears her critique. Cheryl Hole tears up because she just loves girl groups so much. Baga <laughs> also starts crying. Then the girls are sent backstage to cry some more. Over on Untucked, Viv cries because she did so poorly and vows to destroy whoever she goes up against in the lip sync. The camera does an awkward close up of Crystal. <laughs> like she goes yes. like destroy whoever I go up again, and then well, just pour crystals in there. But if you go back and watch it, look at Cheryl's face right after she says destroyed it. It's just like she Cheryl like scrunches down in her chair with that like pushes her non-existent chin into her chest, and was like it was it was crazy. But and then Crystal starts to cry and share her feelings, but Cheryl interrupts her to talk some more about girl groups and her love of girl groups. You don't Crystal understand. Gets- I just love them. I just love them. I'm gonna let you finish, but let me tell you this: girl groups, we love them, don't we? Uh, started, and everyone comforts Crystal. Back on the main stage, RuPaul announces that for the first time in Drag Race history, there are three winners: Bag of Chips, Davina DeCampo, and Blue Hydrangea. Cheryl Hold is told she's safe, and that leaves the Vivian and Crystal to go head to head in a lip sync battle for their lives. In the end, the Vivian was told, "Shantae, you stay," while Crystal was asked to sashay away. Daniel J. Brewer, any final thoughts on the episode? Uh, I feel like uh, Michelle said something to Davina about she was starting to look ashy. 
Yeah. And that she needed to bring it back. To, and it's like, is she like, they're all so fucking pasty white naturally. It's like, I, I don't know what Michelle is wanting them to have, like some kind of weird spray on tan look or something. It's like, you know what I'm saying? It's just like, I don't think she was so actually, they're just pale because there, there's no sun in the UK. Am I correct on that? I believe that is like, isn't the, like, there's no sun over there. Right? Outlaw the sun, yes. The, that is. does not exist. It's just gray, <laughs> rainy skies all the time. And yeah. so these people, they're just pasty white. They're like translucent. We see, we can pick them out at Disney because they're just, they're the ones that are translucent. Yeah, they're very, they're very, very light. But oh, yeah, that was the only thing I What, go ahead. Andre in the UK is not in the chat room, by the way. Shout out to Andre in the UK. He sent us, he just adopted a baby. No, 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 he didn't adopt the baby. Through a surrogate, he and his partner had a baby. And the baby is fucking adorable and cute. Props to Andre in the UK. Congratulations. Sorry, go ahead. No, and then the other thing was uh, the judge, something third wall. What was her name? Jerry third wall. Mm-hmm. What's her name? Jerry third wall. Uh, Hollowell. Uh she, uh, we were warned ahead of the time. If you read in Discord, you were warned ahead of time that she has a really thick accent and whatnot. But it was what the thing that she said to Baga that I, I'm paraphrasing here is uh, she reminded her of the old ladies working at the gentlemen's clubs that have big tits and no ass. I don't know what she saw. I, so, at the, so that means at a strip bar who are all butt but no ass yeah no okay. all tits but no ass so she was basically okay. saying to Maga, it's like the nans working at the gentleman's club with the big tits and nothing going on downstairs and so yeah that was kind of like, oh. i gotta visit the discord and see what the party is going on i don't get to see it <laughs> way later the whole party going on the discord the whole yeah. show a whole other recap going on exactly uh, oh andre in the uk is there and uh yeah congratulations on your baby andre Congratulations. Way, like uh, we have this whole chat room thing going on and everything. We're a whole little family here. It's and just crazy, talk, Joe. It's crazy. You know, as far as, you know, I was thinking the, the biggest insult I have for this episode or actually the series so far is that I'm just indifferent towards it. I don't have a big love for it. I don't hate it. I watch it. I enjoy it. And I immediately forget it as soon as I watch it. Okay. And well, I don't know why that is. I feel badly about that. Why do you think that is, Daniel? Uh, probably because this show is the exact same format as the American show. They're not trying to do anything to really kind of differentiate it or to make it its own. So it mm-hmm. comes across as a mildly fresh version of mm-hmm. a format that has been run into the fucking ground over the past mm-hmm. 11 seasons and three seasons of All-Stars, right? So it's one of those like, oh, this is lovely, except this is the same, you know, this is the same cubicle. It just has different fabric on it. And, oh, okay, well, it's got slightly different lighting and whatnot. It's like, I really kind of hope if they do a season two of this show that they they start to make it more British, make it uh, mm-hmm. trying to veer away from the American stuff uh, yeah. and more into their own whatnot. I don't. I don't know that that they'll get there, but I, I think that's probably part of your ennui. Yeah, maybe it is because, and then I feel badly because people like Andre and D- uh, Dean Barney in the UK and all these other British people are like, especially like when you go into the Discord, they have people like Yaz Waz and Laurie, and they're like, "Oh, we love this! This is the greatest thing ever! Oh my god!" I'm like, are they watching the same show that we're okay, watching? I, I, in their defense, 
they they are also have are rife with criticisms about it. A lot of what I just said, you could read in the Discord coming from those folks. Uh, no, the Discord. But uh, <laughs> the thing, what was the question? No, uh, the, the thing. Porn, I'm not gonna lie. In the morning, I only go to the porn decor lounge to see if anyone's po- like. Usually, Nami Harder saves my day. But I go to the. Do you go to the porn decor lounge? Daniel? Of course, I just posted in there today. It was Brent Corgan's, oh, on- Brent Corgan's oh. birthday today. Oh yeah! Everyone should know if you again if if you want encouragement, this porn decor lounge. It's that's a popping channel over at the Discord. It's one of the few that I visit. It is. Uh, the I think that's part of the of the of the problem though is that it's just a, a stale. It's a stale show. Like, what the fuck are you and Taylor going to do for season twelve? Which is going to come right after All Star. Say what? How old is Brent Corrigan now? Thirty three. Yeah, that makes sense. But uh, let's see. Did I write anything else down here about this episode? No, I think Crystal was was you know her time was up. I, I think at this point in time we're 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 we have more than half of them gone. Who mm-hmm. are your you know who are you rooting for? Who's your who's your winner? I think as of right now it's bag of chips. See, I, I think my winner is Davina. So, oh, oh, like you want her to be the winner? You're predicting her to be the winner. I want her to be the winner. I, I like to. Be oh, 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 Um, I want her to be. I want her to be the. To me, I'd be happy with Baga or Davina winning it. I think it's very clear that who's in the top three, just based on the performances. Yeah, right? and also it, it, they're they're on tour, right? <laughs> oh, they are. There's <laughs> like a poster again posted in Discord, but there's like a poster of of a of a of a of, a, of those three. I don't want to say three. Listen to the rumor wheel. You'll, you'll find out who they are. But. Yeah. Uh, oh, so the rumor wheel's talked about. I don't. I'm no, not they haven't talked about it. Sadly, no. but uh, you know, congratulations to Jamila for finally watching the show before this last episode. <laughs> well, also, Evan needs to get on Discord. And anyway, I try not to reference the rumor mill. You, I mean, well, why? Why? See, I this is, I, why do you try to not reference these other shows that no, are supposedly a part of your family here? This part yeah, of your, I don't. Your, I don't listen to the rumor part. I do. I will say for everyone listening, if you're not listening to the rumor mill, I don't know if you agree, Daniel. It have they those kids have gotten their shit together. It has been so good. Do you think Jimmy Durante is a good addition to the rumor? <laughs> I can't. Let me just tell you, the old snoth is here, and RuPaul is just one one fucking bitch. Cha cha cha, cha cha cha. I want my cha 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 heels. No, I I enjoyed Jimmy on this last episode. He was he was he was very good on this last episode. Um, yeah, I I don't. I just I, I find it odd that you don't reference your your own family. You know what you are? Hmm. You're a thought destroyer. <laughs> No, guys, rumor mill is so good. I just, I, I don't, I've never heard past when they start doing the rumors because I'm like, I don't want to hear any rumors. I'm trying to stay rumor free. Oh, well, free. that, you know, they, they didn't really. Oh, okay. They've gotten, they've gotten, they're pretty good. It's like they don't really make the predictions until the end of the show. So if you want to avoid it, you can. Oh, yeah. I've, well, I've told them to do that. Now the yeah. new thing is I want them to do it after the commercial. So that's the warning now. Ah, so. All right. Okay. Well, oh, I have that email to read. Okay. Yeah. Oh, hey, Joe. I'm supposed to yes? remind you to read an email. Yeah. By the way, if you want to email us, I say it's the end of the show, but no one listens. 
You can email us at dragracerecap at gmail.com. Now, I'm not going to read every fucking goddamn email in here, but I like this one. It, was, it brought up something I wanted to talk about. And I think this guy's from the UK. By the way, also, it doesn't hurt that he's a really cute twink. I'm not going to lie. His name is Declan Prosser, and he writes, Hey, lads, I'm loving the podcast so far. Bar that thing about bisexual people, which made me rather uncomfortable and not even bi. Also, bi people can identify as twinks, LOL. It's queer slang that anyone in the community can use. Your lack of understanding of British pop culture is hilarious. You miss things that could easily be solved by a quick Google search, like Blue Peter not being on the air anymore, which it is famously being the longest running kids program in the world. You know, I'm going to tell you something. I don't know if that's true. Maybe, I mean, I mean, he would know, but... I saw that this uh, – who's that awful redheaded ginger person from England that everyone hates and he's a singer? And yet he sells millions of albums, but no one likes him. Pr- Prince Harry? <laughs> no, he's in Game of Thrones. <laughs> who's in Game of Thrones? Oh, Ed Sheeran. Ed Sheeran. Yeah, oh, yeah, Ed Sheeran, yeah. right? I just saw that he designed a Blue Peter badge. Was like, yeah, well, yeah, yeah. The air. I saw that. I saw mm-hmm. that. Yeah. Uh, but to get to the subject of my email, like you, I'm very disappointed with the lackluster lip syncs we've had so far this season. The usual excuse is that all British queens is so far from the truth here in Glasgow, Scotland. Also, why no Scottish queens? I only know of one queen that regularly sings. And at the viewing party tonight at the main gay bar in the city center, the local queens were saying that literally any queen in Glasgow could have served a better performance. Spice up your life is a drag staple and every queen should know how to do it. Now, to be fair, it is rare for queens in the UK to serve a straight-up lip sync here. They often use comedy mixes with a mix of speaking and singing parts, but it ain't hard to do with Spice Up Your Life, which is by far the easiest lip sync song of the season. Apologies for the rather long email. I'm extremely drunk. Wow. Um, mm-hmm. What was his name? Devin? Declan. Declan. Declan Prosser. That's, and I, that's, and not, I, a I mean, that's not a real name, oh, Declan Prosser. I Google stocked him. Yeah. He's real. He's a little He's twink real. from Scotland. All right. So first of all, let me just address this so that there's no uh, mm-hmm. misunderstanding. I wasn't saying that bisexual people can't identify as twinks. I was just saying that if you're if you're saying that you're part of the LGBT community, you can't then turn around and say, well, I prove that you don't have to be a member of the community to do this. Right. It's mm-hmm. like if you're going to say gay, you're including everybody. It's kind of like that's like the blanketing term. That was that was my point from that episode. But you can't in one scene say that you are a member of the community and then in another scene go, ha ha, I've proven that you don't have to be a member of the community. Mm-hmm. So that was it. Thank you. Um, all right. And uh, thank you, Declan. Again, you, if you want to email us over at. Uh, also, I'd like to correct I- something that you yeah. you said. You yeah. do actually read all the emails that people send in. You just won't read them on the air. Oh, yeah, yeah. You, I you read made them. It, you made it sound like, oh, you can send me an email. I'm not going to fucking read them. But, oh, no, no. Uh, I'll read the emails and I'll forward them to whoever needs to see them and all that stuff. But I'm not, I'm not, I can't do a whole reading emails show, right? Even that could be a good uh, Patreon show, reading emails. Yes. It'll be an ASMR show. Yeah. All right. Well, that's going to do it for this week's episode of RuPaul's Drag Race Recap. Be sure to join us next week and every week as we continue to discuss, dissect, and deconstruct each brand new episode of RuPaul's Drag Race UK Season 1. So for Daniel Brewer and myself. (laughs) 
have any comments, thoughts, or questions about Drag Race UK, email us at dragracerecap at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Drag Race Recap. Our Instagram account is managed by Stephen Starling. You can follow us on Facebook at facebook.com slash drag race recap. If you want more access to drag race content and other afterthought media shows, support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash afterthought media. Follow Daniel Brewer on Twitter at Daniel Brewer. Also, subscribe to his YouTube channel at youtube.com slash WDW Aristocrats. That's W-D-W-A-R-I-S-T-O-C-R-A-F-T-S. Follow Joe Batanz on Twitter and Instagram at Joe Batanz. That's B-E-T-A-N-C-E. The theme song was written by Lucian Piani and arranged and performed by Alex Lefebvre. RuPaul's Drag Race Recap is an Afterthought Media podcast. <laughs>